Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am your co-host Shivali. And I'm Sushin. And we're excited to talk about some new things this week. So, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about the new Samsung guys. <laughs> Alright, cool. Let's get into it. So, first off, so a co- couple weeks ago, Samsung had their unpacked event for 2020. Announced a new Galaxy S20 series. And also the Galaxy Z Flip. Or in countries, you'll say Z Flip. Mm-hmm. Um... So the Galaxy Z Flip is Samsung's like second foldable device after the Galaxy from last year. Um, instead of kind of like a horizontal folding, it's a vertical thing. So it has like a 6.7 inch screen. Um, and instead of using like a plastic display, it uses an ultra thin glass. There's a hole punch camera, and then it has something called flex mode, which basically you don't have to. You can like flex it to kind of put it at different angles. Is it glass or is it plastic? It's the glass, screen. the screen. Okay. But it has also a like a plastic layer, protective layer on top of that. So like reinforced type of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, because people were having issues with the original Galaxy Fold. Personally, I'd be a little scared, like bending like glass. Yeah. But I get that. That's yeah. good. Um, so flex mode is basically you can kind of put it like kind of like a like L shape, kind of ninety degree angle. Oh, and you like prop it up. Exactly. Okay. So you could have. So they showed off examples like, oh, if you're li- like influencing your live streaming and whatnot, and you could have. You could be like recording whatnot on the top half, and then you could be looking at other stuff on the bottom. Oh, so like multi tabs yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you can do like multi window stuff and whatnot. So three thousand three hundred milliamp hour battery, Qualcomm A fifty five processor. Um, the hinge of the device has been designed in a way so that it should keep out dust and debris. Mm-hmm. Um, and next to the Two cameras are is it like a small display which notifications and whatnot that type of thing um, and the cameras I believe one's like 12 megapixel um, I forget how much the other one but there's two cameras on the as a sensors um, and it comes in two colors mirror black and mirror purple oh yeah I saw the photos I really like the purple yeah. it's nice so it's both like uh, Galaxy Z Flip is available now. Um, it costs eighteen hundred and nineteen dollars Canadian, or oh my around, around thirteen eighty US. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they sold out in the first day in Canada. Think. Really? Yeah. All right. So I noticed that it kind of um, is reminiscent of this really old Samsung phone it's called Samsung Clio. Yeah, and wasn't there like an LG phone that was similar to that? Yeah. Which, it was like those phones with like actual physical keyboards on them. They basically look like a Game Boy, to be honest. This one looks like a Game Boy Advance SP. That's a lot of people <laughs> make comparisons to. Yeah. Um, I get that. But yeah, like 1800 a lot for this, especially... Um, well, how much is a Galaxy Fold? I think Galaxy Fold is like over 2000 in Canada. That's a lot. Yeah. So technically, the Z Flip's available now, but um, and it's like on back order for next. Mm-hmm. You can still order it, and then they'll like just, it'll just take a bit longer to ship yeah. and whatnot. What do you think of this like new trend that's happening with <coughs> folding phones? Um, I think it's an interesting idea. Um, like the new type of form factor, and I don't know. So it's just like too. That's a bit different. It feels a little bit like novelty esque, you know. Like, a little bit of nostalgia, because, like, for example, I used to have the Motorola <laughs> Razr back in the day. And yeah, and then that, that made it come back. Yeah, and I really 
liked it when I had it, and so now I see it, like, the new version of it. I'm not too inclined to, like, try it out or get it of any sort, because I like having a bigger phone. I'm not a huge fan of, like, the bending of it. Well, I mean, like, with the Razer, you still have, like, a 6.3-inch screen, which is the same mm-hmm. as your Pixel 3 XL, right? Yeah, that's true. So, and this Samsung is 6.7-inch, is, like, close to the similar size to the galaxy s20 uh, galaxy s20 ultra mm. which we'll get to in a second um so yeah phones are getting like, bigger and whatnot and um i think phones more in line of like huawei's doing their mate xs phone which we'll get to um like, like a different and like i think more people would be inclined to the to perform factor of the z flip over the galaxy fold just because i, I get yeah i get that because it sense. feels more like an actual phone when you like flip it over everything mm-hmm. and then when you fold it up it should be easier for like smaller pockets yeah like women's jeans which yeah. have the tiniest pockets or even fake pockets mm. which suck mm. yeah so alongside the z flip the samsung announced the s20 series mm-hmm. so there's three phones just like last year last year there was the s10e s10 and s10 plus so now there's three phones in the S20 series, the Galaxy S20, S20 Plus, and S20 Ultra. So can you explain to me, why do they have kind of like the Galaxy S10 mm. on one side, and then now... I, I don't... I think they wanted a bit of a change or whatnot, because we're also in like a new decade and whatnot. I don't think they wanted to keep going with the infrastructure, because otherwise they'll have to, have to keep going Galaxy S11, I guess, S12, 13, whatnot. And also, it's a bit different than to distinguish it from, like, Apple's things. Like, Apple's on, like, iPhone 11 and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And probably, presumably, Apple's going to do Apple iPhone 12. I guess. But, like, for example, like, it feels a little confusing. And, like, feels a little rocky when they're, like, going from S10 to, like, S20. But, like, okay, I guess they can do whatever they want. Yeah, but, like, say, for example, Huawei. All their phones are, like, they had the Huawei P10, then... Uh, they had like P20 and then P30. This year's gonna be P40. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You're going up by like by in increments of 10. Yeah. So who knows what Samsung's gonna do for the 2020 phone? They might mm-hmm. do Galaxy S20, 20, Galaxy S30. All right. We'll see what they do again. Yeah. Um. So S20 has 6.2 inch screen. Uh. S. The Galaxy S20 has 1.7 inch, and then Galaxy S20 Ultra has 6 rate. Um. Which is similar to like the Razer Phone 2, which came uh 2018, and also the uh, Asus ROG Phone 2, which came out last year. Um, Qualcomm Snapdragon 65, either up to 12 or 16 gigs of RAM, so it should be plenty of fast. You shouldn't have any issues. Um, 128 or 512 gigs of storage plus micro. 12 megapixel wide angle, 64 megapixel telephoto, and 12 meg ultra wide. Mm. Um, S20 has the same ones. An S20 Ultra also has the same ones, but they both add a time of flight sensor, which basically helps with portrait uh, photos. Oh, nice. So it help, help capture depth and whatnot. Similar to what, like, Huawei's done in the past and whatnot. Um, I'm literally looking at the photo of the three of them, like, the backs compared to each other, and you can see the camera or the space getting bigger as the phone's mm-hmm. getting bigger. It's yeah, kind so, of taking up a lot of space now. Yeah. So S20 Ultra comes with a 108 megapixel camera, mm-hmm. 48 megapixel telephoto, and 12 megapixel ultrawide, and the time of flight sensor. Mm-hmm. Um, they say no one needs a 108 megapixel camera, especially <laughs> in a phone. And also, all these phones can shoot in 8K video, but, like... 
no one needs that. No one really has 8K TVs, and people are slowly starting to buy 4K TVs. It's kind of ahead of its um, time for that. Exactly. Um, but at least it works well with Samsung's Q, uh, QLED 8K TVs. Ooh, Helps sell that. Those are really good. Um, battery life shouldn't be an issue on the S20 series. S20 has 4,000 milliamps. S20 Plus has 4,500. And S20 Ultra has 5,000. You should get at least a day, two days battery life. To- oh, can you imagine getting two full days of battery life? And, like, it feels unheard of. Like, I know that phones have that when you first start. Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of browsing that I do or this kind of work that you do on your phone, yeah. it drains it so fast. Yeah. So it's so nice to have more. It comes in all different types of colors. Cosmic gray, cloud blue, cosmic black. Um... S20 uh, series starts at 1319 Canadian and goes all the way up to 2109 Canadian. Um, they haven't launched yet. They're launching on March 6th, but pre-orders are available now from Samsung's website and all carriers. So yeah, should be switch over to what Huawei has in store. Yeah. Yeah. Now that um, well, I think last two weeks would, or last week would have been Mobile World Congress, mm-hmm. but it was canceled um due to coronavirus fears whatnot so a lot of companies are like doing their own kind of like online events or just or just doing announcements Mm -hmm. so huawei s has an eight inch led oled display um the and it kind of instead of the galaxy fold which kind of folds inwards the main um powered by their latest kirin 90 90 990 octa-core processor um, has their Leica quad camera system, which is like their P series of phones and whatnot. And um, the original Mate X was supposed to launch in Canada last year, but it only launched in China. But so far, Huawei has said it will come to other countries. Canada hasn't been yet. But I do like this design. What do you like? Design? It's nice. Like the phone is huge. It feels mm. like a tablet or a phablet. Um, but yeah, you're right. It is interesting. I like the other way that it's bending yeah the like folding mechanism mm-hmm. and whatnot um then they announced a new tablet called the mate pad pro it's like their ipad competitor it has mm-hmm. like a stylus and keyboard it literally looks like an ipad pro have um, they made tablets before yeah. Huawei? i haven't heard much about them yeah nothing in kind of like probably like um in this kind of line they made like kind of budget ones before okay so this is like more high performance yeah. Also, this has reverse wireless charging, Ooh. so you could charge your phone with it. Yes, which is interesting. I like this new trend that's happening mm. with the yeah. And then Mate X Pro got a spec update for 2020 um, with Intel 10 Gen processors, and then the Huawei P40 and P40 Pro Pro will be announced in uh, on March 26th in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, but no other details have been announced. But also, like. A lot of stuff leaks nowadays, so like it's already leaked out, but that should be interesting. Um, should we move over to Polestar? Yeah. Yeah, so Polestar showed off their um, uh, Precept vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's basically an all-electric vehicle, and it's kind of showing their vision of... Because Polestar originally started out as... It's a technically a sub-brand of Volvo. Hmm. And it was just for like performance. You know how like BMW has like their M series or whatever, or uh, Mercedes is like AMG and whatnot. So that's what Polestar was before. So you get Volvo vehicles that are like Polestar edition type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So now Polestar is being pivoted into just an electric performance brand, like a luxury brand, to go up with like Tesla and whatnot. I like that. So this year they're coming out with the Polestar 2, which is their, their first all-electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. And it has it's running Android Automotive, which is different than Android Auto, meaning you don't have to plug in your phone, but the interface and whatnot, it's based on Android but the interface looks like um, other Volvo into infotainment. So is it like powered by Android? Mm-hmm. So like Volvo and Google are working together. Like even the, there's a Volvo all-electric XC40 coming out, and that's going to be Android Automotive as well. Mm-hmm. There should be other vehicles. So well, I don't have to deal with the stupid navigations that all these other car companies... Everyone makes their own proprietary ones, and I do not like them. Hmm. Google Maps is the way to go. It's very kind of like intuitive and mm. it's a little it's just better overall i mean some systems are good like car companies now are like adding support for like um android auto and apple carplay like bmw is going to add it this year there's going to be cars with wireless versions of android auto and apple carplay in them mm. so polestar bottles or pt i don't know if, what that means exactly <laughs> and headrests made of recycled cork vinyl carpet in the vehicles made from reclaimed fishing nets um and it looks really luxe exactly like they're doing a really good job with it exactly and it has like a 15 inch display in the center for their infotainment system um it looks beautiful yeah i want it yeah and they were going to show it off the geneva geneva international motor show Mm -hmm. but that got canceled as well so uh this right now this is just a concept but it yeah, it shows what they're worth everything. So after Polestar 2, then they're going to do Polestar 3, which is all-electric SUV. Nice. And that should be coming in 2021, 2022. Um, but no details have been announced on that. Like how they're manufacturing. Everything about it just sounds really good. Hmm. I'm really excited. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is the UE Hyperboom speaker. <gasps> yeah. Have you seen this thing? It's, like, huge. It doesn't look that big, but it... It's like 13 pounds. It weighs 13 pounds. Wow. Really? Okay. I mean, it doesn't look like it from some pictures, but like, mm-hmm. um, it's basically, it's like a huge, like kind of boombox type of Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, like UE is Logitech's like, uh, sound brand. So they make a bunch of Bluetooth speakers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So this one, um. First off, can I say, I just really like the name. Hmm. <laughs> UE Hyperboom. Well, UE is uh, uh, Ultimate Ears. Like, they just yeah, yeah. all their stuff. But I quite like the name Hyper Boom. <laughs> I know, right? Boom and whatnot. Boom 3 or whatever. All right. So I see the, you, Logitech. So You're doing a good job. The Hyper Is that what they define as party-proof? Just, yeah. like, waterproof? Yeah. Um, battery <laughs> life is 24 hours, um, and a full charge takes two hours or so. Um, kind of quick setting buttons on the top so you can connect two bluetooth devices at once and then switch between them type of thing um that's really cool play pause button there's um a 3.5 millimeter audio jack optical audio port and a usb port to plug in your phone as Um, in like plug in your phone to play use it as like a battery pack as a charger right to charge your phone so like okay yeah because like like the the battery's huge in it right so um, it's gonna last a while. Yeah, so the Hyperboom is coming um, in the next couple weeks. It's around 500 Canadian, Oof. 300 US. Okay. But like Logitech does make good stuff. Yeah, I will vouch for that. I have had Logitech speakers in the past. I mean, I still do. Mm. That laptop one. Mm. And also the Boom Three looks like yeah. Those can get like really loud and loud. Those yeah. Are really good. So I really like them, and they do make good qualities. Mm. Got to test or um, just got the 
LG Graham 14 before. I think this is the first year. That's why they make a big deal. Mm-hmm. So they have three laptops, a Graham 14, Graham 15, and Graham 17. There's also Graham 14 grams mm-hmm. or 2.2 pounds type of thing. Um, and it's like really light. It feels like you're not carrying it. I'm like, oh, this is a laptop. Where, yeah. Where have they released them previous? Mostly US and kind of like... See the fun... You know, the, you get what's happening there. Yeah. They're explaining it. So like... It would seem a little weird to like Americans. Mm. What is this? Or, like, how heavy is this? I mm. can't compare this. Mm. So that was interesting that they haven't had candy yet. But I'm glad to see it here. Yeah, I mean, a lot of also say in pounds thing. Mm-hmm. Their imperial um, measurement. So it has a USB C port, three USB Type A ports, HDMI out, micro SD. There's also a built-in fingerprint sensor and Wi-Fi C support. Um, and so far, like it's real, it's really nice to use. The keyboard has a good good amount of travel on it. The only thing I don't like, yeah, like yeah, it's gonna feel plasticky because um, to help make it lighter and whatnot. Um, there's no way of getting around that. Um, but the, I mean, they could have done some stuff, maybe added some like metal accents. But I guess they would have defeated the purpose of having like a super light laptop. How much is the retail for? Uh, it starts at fifteen ninety nine. Mm. Goes up to twenty one ninety. And it's available um, at Costco, Best Buy, Canada Computers, and Amazon. What do you think of that price, though? Do you feel like it's worth it? Um, it's it's like it's not like super expensive. It's just kind of like the middle kind of pricing. Mm. I mean, stuff here in Canada is gonna be expensive. Um, I think the Gram Seventeen is um their latest one i think they've had 14 and 15 inch models before mm-hmm. um but 17 inch laptops can like, get, like, get over 2500 to stuff yeah i've seen so that can, you're right because like i mean apple used to have a 17 inch and then they got rid of it and now they have a 16 inch type of thing oh really do they still have the 15 then yeah but i think they're probably gonna phase it out type of thing i think what they're gonna do is they're gonna get rid of the MacBook Pro 13 and MacBook Pro 15, and they're probably and then they have the MacBook Pro 16. They're probably gonna get rid of the 13, 14, replace them, replace the 13 and 15 kind of with the uh, 14 inch mm-hmm. or not. Probably basically just a smaller 16. Uh, condense those. Yeah, so then you still just only have two like pro, MacBook Pro models. Eh. I feel like that's what the because I, I think you're right. Yeah. Because with the macbook pro 16 they added like like a newly designed keyboard because no one liked the butterfly mechanism and whatnot that's mm-hmm. very shallow mm-hmm. and susceptible to like dust getting underneath and whatnot but the keyboard on the 16 is like back to old style and the keyboards that we're using now on mm-hmm. these macbooks um so yeah i think they're gonna yeah keep the 16 because that just came in everything yeah we'll see what happens but like at least the LG one is pretty comparable, especially... Well, actually, what do you think about in terms of performance? Um, well, I mean, MacBooks don't have have the latest Intel processors yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the Graham has the 10th gen Intel core processors, and that's made for, like, super light, like, kind of ultrabook laptops. Okay. Like, it it was in the XPS 13 2-in-1 I tested a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And, like... It does get your job done whether you're doing writing or watching YouTube videos or whatnot. Um, so it can perform pretty well for what's inside of it. Yes. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So uh, uh, should we jump into pop culture stuff? Yeah. So probably one of some of the biggest news is that uh, Bob Arger is stepping down as CEO of uh, the Walt Disney Company. Ooh, I heard about this. Yeah. And like he's been there for at least like he's been CEO for like 15 or so years mm-hmm. but he's actually been at the Walt Disney Company um, for a very long time because he was 
um, at uh, ABC for a while, and then Disney bought ABC and whatnot. So he's been there for at least like kind of twenty, thirty years. Plus. He's been there through it all. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. Even um, so, uh, Bob Iger he's stepping down as CEO, but he's going to stay on as executive chairman until the end of his contract, which ends in December twenty twenty one. Right now. Uh, former uh, chairman of Walt Disney, uh, called head of Disney Parks Experiences and Products, Bob Chapek. He's going to become CEO, and then also I think he's also going to take the t- Bob to another Bob. Exactly. They don't <laughs> have to change parking spaces or whatnot. They just change the last name on <laughs> just it. Scratch us. Chapek has been around since at Disney since 1993. He worked at the home di- um, entertainment division, then consumer products, then. Uh, parks and resorts and then they kind of merged consumer products and parks and resorts into one division so then he became uh, then became Disney Parks Experiences and Products Mm -hmm. Um, but since Bob Iger became CEO in 2005 of uh, Disney he helped lead the acquisition of uh, Pixar for 7.4 billion in 2006 Mm -hmm. Marvel in 2009 for 4 billion Lucasfilm in 2012 for four billion, and most recently 21st Century Fox for 71 billion. Mm-hmm. So his business with a lot of like kind of acquisitions, exactly acquisition based and kind of, and this helped uh, propel kind of Disney with their box office and whatnot. So maybe like, he feels like his work is kind of done now. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've done a lot of acquisitions, done a lot of mergers. Like I need to chill for a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like 60 something, so I think he's kind of getting ready to retire but i don't think he's one of those people that he can like sit still type of thing and like kind of retire fully i'm pretty sure he's probably he'll probably do something um some venture after mm-hmm. he after he leaves disney probably right but like since um bob bob Iger has been ceo of disney then that also helped with like the uh marvel cinematic universe which is gross 22 billion like three four times what uh disney paid for like all of Marvel, not just like their film division and whatnot. They bought all of Marvel for four billion and eight. Mm-hmm. And I think Disney's made their money on uh, Pixar. Maybe um, I think they made money back on this like Star Wars. Um, so we'll see what the, how down. Did he give any statement? No, I think it's partially as like if he steps down now as CEO, then he help for the next kind of like. 18 or so months, kind of like year and a half type of thing, he can help Bob Chapek transition into the role of CEO thing, like help him out type of thing. I guess. Yeah, yeah but it kind of came out of nowhere because it was now just before the, like one of their shareholders meetings. Like it was just like, and it was like effective immediately. I'm like, everyone's like, what? <laughs> I think it's out of nowhere for the public, but maybe yeah. they would have known on the inside for a little maybe. while. Maybe. That kind of stuff doesn't yeah. come out of thin air. Yeah, so until December 2021, uh, Iger, he's gonna be executive chairman, and he's gonna help Disney's help direct Disney's creative director, uh, um, creative endeavors. Okay. Seeds and whatnot. Um, what else did you want to talk about? Uh, well, there was actually this cute trend that was happening on Twitter um, last week. It was a tag, and it said uh, five shows to get to know me." Hmm. So there's not really like a hashtag going around, but basically a lot of people are just kind of quote tweeting other friends who've listed five shows to get to know them mm. it's kind of like just a fun little thing shows that are like your top five favorites or some th- stuff that like kind of literally helps you get to know someone so i did it on twitter last week mm. so let me see you try and guess what you think i list as my five and i'll try and guess what your five um hmm. probably at least brooklyn 99 mm-hmm. one day at a time 
Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Dynasty? That's what, three so far? Yeah. Okay. Um, Guess two more and I'll tell you my answer. Shows review. <laughs> um, Bob's Burgers. Okay. And, um, hmm. I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, you tried four. Okay. All right. Okay, so here's my list. Hmm. Mine, um, it's no real particular order, but this is what the order I have right now. Hmm. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, hmm. Bob's Burgers, hmm. Jane the Virgin, hmm. uh, One Day at a Time, hmm. and just to clarify, it is uh, One Day at a Time, the new version, the Netflix version, hmm. the 2017 one. Hmm. Not the one from like, not not the Valley Bertinelli one. I think that was like the or 80s, 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 something like that. No, this is the new one um, on Netflix. And my last one is The Mindy Project. Mm, yeah. 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 So what do you think of that list? Yeah. Defines me pretty well? Yeah. Now you try to guess mine. <laughs> okay. So in no particular order, mm. my guess for you is uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, mm. Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. Parks and Rec, mm-hmm. The Mandalorian. No. Anyway, keep going. No, you're not supposed to tell me the answers. Okay. Just, no, just keep going. Okay. And... Hmm. Okay. There, I have two guesses, mm. so I don't know if one of the, uh, which one of them. You can say both. Okay, Ducktales mm. and Property Brothers. Mm. <laughs> no, <they're> both. <laughs> okay, tell me your five. So Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm-hmm. BoJack Horseman. <gasps> I forgot about that one. Parks and Rec mm-hmm. and Community. Okay, all right, that yeah. sounds pretty accurate. Mm. So like yeah. you can see, at least two of my shows are animated, and then the rest. are Kind of like comedies. Oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Only one of mine are animated. And like, I have a workplace comedy year. I've got like different types. Yeah. I mean, I probably in like at least top 10 type of thing would have been like the new DuckTales, um, mm-hmm. maybe Mandalorian. Um, what was that? No. Um, I don't know what else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Nice. Okay. So I think that's all the time we have for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for joining us from this episode. And we will catch you in the next one. See you.